0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever connected with God through artwork? Keep listening after the episode to find out more. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truth's table. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your Word is truth, Your Word
1: is life. Presented by Inner Varsity Press. Your Word is Truth, Your Word is Light. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemene Uwen.
0: Get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word.
1: Old Testament Reading, Job chapter 30. Job's present misery. But now they mock me, those who are younger than I, whose fathers I disdained too much, to put them with my sheepdogs. Moreover, the strength of their hands, what use was it to me? Those whose strength had perished, gaunt with want and hunger, they would roam the parched land, by night a desolate waste. By the brush they would gather herbs from the salt marshes, and the root of the broom tree was their food. They were banished from the community. People shouted at them, as they would shout at thieves. So they had to live in the dry stream beds in the holes of the ground, and among the rocks. They brayed like animals among the bushes, and were huddled together under the nettles. Sons of senseless and nameless people, they were driven out of the land with whips. Job's Indignities. And now I have become their taunt song. I have become a byword among them. They detest me and maintain their distance. They do not hesitate to spit in my face. Because God has untied my tent cord and afflicted me, people throw off all restraint in my presence. On my right, the young rabble rise up. They drive me from place to place and build up siege ramps against me. They destroy my path. They succeed in destroying me without anyone assisting them. They came in as through, a wide breach. Amid the crash, they come rolling in. Terrors are turned loose on me. They drive away my honor like the wind. And as a cloud, my deliverance has passed away. Job's despondency. And now my soul pours itself out within me. Days of suffering take hold of me. Night pierces my bones. My gnawing pains never cease. With great power, God grasps my clothing. He binds me like the collar of my tunic. He has flung me into the mud, and I have come to resemble dust and ashes. I cry out to you, but you do not answer me. I stand up, and you only look at me. You have become cruel to me. With the strength of your hand, you attack me. You pick me up on the wind and make me ride on it. You toss me about in the storm. I know that you are bringing me to death, to the meeting place for all the living. The contrast with the past. Surely one does not stretch out his hand against a broken man when he cries for help in his distress. Have I not wept for the unfortunate? Was not my soul grieved for the poor? But when I hoped for good, trouble came. When I expected light, then darkness came. My heart is in turmoil, unceasingly. The days of my affliction confront me. I go about blackened, but not by the sun. In the assembly I stand up and cry for help. I have become a brother to jackals and a companion of ostriches. My skin has turned dark on me. My body is hot with fever. My harp is used for mourning and my flute for the sound of weeping. Psalm 9, for the music director, according to Alumoth Laban style, a psalm of David. I will thank the Lord with all my heart. I will tell about all your amazing deeds. I will be happy and rejoice in you. I will sing praises to you, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they trip and are defeated before you, for you defended my just cause. From your throne, you pronounced a just decision. You terrified the nations with your battle cry. You destroyed the wicked. You permanently wiped out all memory of them. The enemy's cities have been reduced to permanent ruins. You destroyed their cities. All memories of the enemies has perished. But the Lord rules forever. He reigns in a just manner. He judges the world fairly. He makes just legal decisions for the nations. Consequently, the Lord provides safety for the oppressed. He provides safety in times of trouble. Your loyal followers trust in you. For you, Lord, do not abandon those who seek your help. Sing praises to the Lord, who rules in Zion. Tell the nations what he has done. For the one who takes revenge against murderers took notice of the oppressed. He did not overlook their cry for help. When they prayed, Have mercy on me, Lord. See how I am oppressed by those who hate me? O one who can snatch me away from the gates of death. Then I will tell all about your praiseworthy acts. In the gates of daughter Zion, I will rejoice because of your deliverance. The nations fell into the pit they had made. Their feet were caught in the net. They had hidden. The Lord revealed himself. He accomplished justice. The wicked were ensnared by their own actions. Higiaeon, Selah. The wicked are turned back and sent to Sheol. That is the destiny of all the nations that ignore God. For the needy are not permanently ignored. The hopes of the oppressed are not forever dashed. Rise up, Lord. Don't let men be defiant. May the nations be judged in your presence. Terrify them, Lord. Let the nations know they are mere mortals. Selah. Psalm 75. For the music director according to Al-Tashkat style. A Psalm of Asaph. A song. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks you reveal your presence. People tell about your amazing deeds. God says, at the appointed times, I judge fairly. When the earth and all its inhabitants dissolve in fear, I make its pillars secure. Selah. I say to the proud, do not be proud. And to the wicked, do not be so confident of victory. Do not be so certain you have won. Do not speak with your head held so high, for victory does not come from the east or west, or from the wilderness, for God is the judge. He brings one down and exalts another, for the Lord holds in his hand a cup full of foaming wine mixed with spices and pours it out. Surely all the wicked of the earth will slurp it up and drink it to its very last drop. As for me, I will continually tell what you have done. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. God says, I will bring down all the power of the wicked. The godly will be victorious. New Testament Reading John Chapter 5 Healing a Paralytic at the pool of Bethsaida. After this, there was a Jewish feast, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem, by the sheep gate, a pool called Bethzatha, in Aramaic, which has five covered walkways. A great number of sick, blind, lame, and paralyzed people were lying in these walkways. Now a man was there, Who had been disabled for thirty eight years, when Jesus saw him lying there, and when he realized that the man had been disabled, a long time already, he said to him, Do you want to become well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up, while I am trying to get into the water, someone else goes down there before me. Jesus said to him, Stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Immediately the man was healed. And he picked up his mat and started walking. Now that day was a Sabbath. So the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed, It is the Sabbath, and you are not permitted to carry your mat. But he answered them, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. They asked him, Who is the man who said to you, Pick up your mat and walk? But the man who had been healed did not know who it was. For Jesus had slipped out, since there was a crowd in that place. After this, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, Look, you have become well. Don't sin anymore, lest anything worse happen to you. The man went away and informed the Jewish leaders, That Jesus was the one who had made him well. Responding to Jewish Leaders Now, because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began persecuting him. So he told them, My Father is working until now, and I too am working. For this reason, the Jewish leaders were trying even harder to kill him, because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was also calling God his own Father thus making himself equal with God. So Jesus answered them, I tell you the solemn truth. The son can do nothing on his own initiative, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, the son does likewise. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he does and will show him greater deeds than these so that you will be amazed. For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whomever he wishes. Furthermore, the Father does not judge anyone, but has assigned all judgment to the Son, so that all people will honor the Son just as they honor the Father. The one who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. I tell you the solemn truth. The one who hears my message and believes, the one who sent me, has eternal life and will not be condemned, but has crossed over from death to life. I tell you the solemn truth. A time is coming and is now here, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, thus he has granted the Son to have life in himself and He has granted the Son authority to execute judgment, because He is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this, because a time is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear His voice and will come out, the ones who have done what is good to the resurrection resulting in life, and the ones who have done what is evil to the resurrection resulting in condemnation. I can do nothing on my own initiative. Just as I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. More testimony about Jesus. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies about me, and I know the testimony he testifies about me is true. You have sent to John. And he has testified to the truth. I do not accept human testimony, but I say this so that you may be saved. He was a lamp that was burning and shining, and you wanted to rejoice greatly for a short time in his light. But I have a testimony greater than that from John, for the deeds that the Father has assigned to me to complete, the deeds I am now doing, testify about me that the Father has sent me and the Father who sent me has himself testified about me. You people have never heard his voice, nor seen his form at any time, nor do you have his word residing in you, because you do not believe the one whom he sent. You study the scriptures thoroughly, because you think in them you possess eternal life. But it is these same scriptures that testify about me. But you are not willing to come to me So that you may have life. I do not accept praise from people, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not accept me. If someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe if you accept praise from one another and don't seek the praise that comes from the only God? Do not suppose that I will accuse you before the Father. The one who accuses you is Moses, in whom you have placed your hope. If you believed Moses, you would believe me, because he wrote about me. But if you do not believe what Moses wrote, how will you believe my words? This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Lord. We thank you again today for your word. God, as I reflect upon those scriptures, I am grieved, O Lord, and struck by how we can practice religion, how we can even spend time reading scripture, quoting it back and forth, and yet miss Jesus. O God, do not pass us by. Let us see you by the power of your Spirit through your word. Open up our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears that we might see and hear you We don't want to play Christian, O God. We long to truly be Christian in our hearts as the old spiritual declares. Thank you, O God, that you have promised that the work that you started in us, you will bring it to pass. So continue the work of sanctification in in us, that we might see you more and that we might become more like you, Jesus. In Christ's name we pray and entrust ourselves. Amen. Artists often address
0: subjects that our culture seeks to avoid. But with guidance, we can read and understand a painting with a more discerning eye and even encounter deeper levels of spiritual meaning than we could on our own. In IVP's beautiful book, The Art of Lent. Art historian, Sister Wendy Beckett, offers reflections and insights that will help you engage in and prepare your hearts during the season of Lent. The Art of Holy Week and Easter is also available. Learn more at ivpress.com and use the code THEWORD for 30% off and free U.S. shipping. That's ivpress.com and the code T H E W O R D.